Hi, I'm Liz, host of the Chit Chat Circus podcast. Thank you for joining me. Today I'm going to speak about a topic that I haven't shared with too many people outside my very immediate circle. I'm going to talk about how I have spent the past eight months or so applying to law schools, taking the LSAT, preparing for law school and everything I've done. And also how that's changed because of the COVID-19 pandemic and lockdown orders in various states, including mine, California. So let's get into it. I first started thinking about law school seriously last summer. I had kind of had it in the back of my head before that. Some friends of mine are lawyers. They would post on social media when they were going through law school, and I was always a little bit jealous of that, but not at the point where I had either graduated so I could move on to law school or that I was really ready to take on that commitment. So I just kind of put it in the back of my head and was a little bit jealous of them making that that leap, that commitment, but not ready to do it myself. And so fast forward to last summer when I started watching some different YouTube lawyers react to different things. And I was really fascinated by how they were analyzing scenes and talking about the logic behind certain things and the procedure of it. I thought that was really interesting. It was more paperwork and logic than arguing in court, which is never the kind of law that really appealed to me. So that kind of made um, the, the realistic aspect of being a lawyer a lot more interesting to me. So this past fall, I started studying for the LSAT and I was studying for it full time, really going hard at it. I did not do very well on the LSAT. The week before the LSAT, I was just a massive ball of stress. It was terrible. I realized that the study plan I had wasn't quite getting me where I wanted to be. The books weren't that great. I was using some very well recommended books, but they, they didn't end up working. I should have switched away from those as soon as I realized they weren't working. But live and learn. So I ended up getting a score much lower than what I wanted, especially for some of the schools that I was trying to get at, some of the um, UC schools, which are, are very well ranked. So I did have to kind of pivot my plans a little bit, but I was able to tour some law schools when that was still possible. I was able to meet with law school representatives at a forum in LA in November. So if you're going to law school, if you're thinking about that as something you want to do, I would absolutely look at the LSEC forums. They rotate where they are in the country. And also when they're held, I went to a very late one in November, which is already in the middle of the admission cycle. But it was recent enough, or I guess early enough for me that I was able to to meet with the representatives and they remembered me when I met them later at other open houses or things like that. So that was great. If you're looking into law school, I highly recommend going to those. I know COVID-19 is throwing a wrench in any kind of large public gatherings. So look on their website. LSEC has all sorts of um, bi-weekly webinars where they'll have a bunch of different deans and admissions counselors from different law schools talking about various topics, including taking the digital LSAT or admissions during COVID or how to prepare your resume for law school. They talk about all sorts of stuff. So that's really good information. So make sure you check out the LSAC webinars and get on their mailing list because that's good info. So after I did the first LSAT and didn't do very well, I, um, I continued pursuing it. I was able to, I live in Southern California, so I was able to visit several law schools in the area and tour them while that was still possible. I have a sister that lives in Utah, and I was able to visit the University of Utah while I was out there on vacation as well, and then visit the University of Nevada, Las Vegas on the way home. 
And so I was able to visit quite a few schools, I think, before the shutdown happened. And I'm very lucky that I did that because I'm realizing as I get further into the application process and and the admissions process that knowing the feel of the school, if you can see yourself there, seeing what the facilities are like, is it a part of a larger university or not? Which do you prefer? What kind of advantages does that offer? These are all really important things that a campus visit and open house can offer you. So some of the other things I did to kind of prepare and make sure that law school is what I wanted to do was look on YouTube. And there's a number of videos I found, including full classes or mock classes from places like St. John's University or University of Virginia, where you can sit in on an actual lecture and get some particularly good information. The University of Virginia one is very good because it's a three-part series. The first part is one of the professors and deans talking about how to prepare for class. The next is a mock class by a different professor. And then the third is a a professor talking about what you would do with your notes from that class, how you would synthesize them, and then how you use that information on a test. So they're all three different lectures with very good information. So I'll put a link into that if you are wanting to take a look at that information. So that's some of the stuff I did to prepare. Because my first LSAT didn't go like I planned, I knew leaving that test that I did not get the score that I wanted. I knew the week before the test that I did not get the score that I wanted because I'd I'd done earlier practice tests that were a much higher score. And then the week before the test, I was scoring lower than I had scored on my very first test without having studied at all. There was just too much stress. So I registered for the March LSAT. That was the next one that I could do. And unfortunately, that's gotten pushed back now. It was pushed back to the April LSAT and then it was pushed back to the May LSAT, which I took on Monday. And I did have a much better study plan this time. I still had all my original books. I bought all the books that LSAC puts out with their previous published tests. I bought all of those. And then I switched books. This time I used the LSAT trainer by Mike Kim, and I thought it was so much better. It was a much easier way of explaining things. I felt much more competent. I did feel better prepared for it back in February and March when I was ready to take that test. Past month and a half or so, I have not spent much time studying for that. I spent more time on the podcast and helping my sister finish her classes and other things. So the LSAT kind of took a back seat the further it got pushed away. But that was my fault, not the book's fault. The book was a wonderful reference. I felt different going into this test. Maybe it was because it was the second one. Maybe because I I felt that I'd done better on the practice tests and everything. But I did walk away feeling relieved that I won't have to take it again. And whatever score I get this time, this is going to be the last one. So unfortunately, it is May already. Those dates, those scores won't come out until June, which is a little bit late in the admission cycle. I have been admitted to one law school, which is very exciting. At one time, it was my first choice law school. The only reason I would say it isn't still my first choice law school is because it is a private school. It is in the Midwest, so it's further away from home than I would like to be. I would like to I would have preferred to stay in Southern California, but it does have a really special program with a joint master's in art history and the JD degree. So there's options for continuing my passion for art as well as getting a JD and becoming a lawyer as well, which is exciting to think about. But it is more expensive. It is further away. These are things I have to think about. To be realistic, a lot of law school graduates come out of school with over $100,000 in debt, which is terrifying because we are now in a recession and will probably be in a recession for many, many years. The last economic downturn was very bad for lawyers, and they had a hard time finding 
jobs that would pay off those massive loans. So that that's absolutely something that I have to think about. Another thing is I was unable to visit that school. I had intended to visit all my schools. I wasn't able to visit that one before the lockdown and California is just now coming out of it. So I don't know when I'll be able to travel, let alone travel on an airplane. Not having seen the campus really felt the city, felt the integration between the law school and the other parts of the campus, seeing what facilities they have, that's kind of a struggle. I have done their admitted students webinars that they've had for the last week and a half, and those have been wonderful. The teachers are passionate about their subjects. All the other students, especially in the mock class where people really participated, are so brilliant. I would love to be in a class with these people. I'd be lucky to be in a class with these people. So that makes it very exciting. But whether that's the school I'll end up going to is really going to depend on whether I can find a good financing option. So I was given a scholarship, but it is just under half of the tuition, which is it's good, but it's, it would still have me graduating with well over a 100000 in debt when I leave. And that's not something I really want to be certain of taking on before I, I try and look for a job in a recession. I tried finding a job in the last recession. Didn't happen. That was pretty much the last time I was employed in a traditional job. So I fully recognize the risks associated with that. And I'm going to take it on very carefully. But it is a cool option. Some other schools that I'm looking at, I'm still looking at some of the UC schools because they're public schools, a little bit more affordable. Um, and then same for um, University of Nevada, Las Vegas. I loved that school when I went and visited. It was really wonderful. I could absolutely see myself there. It's just a question of whether they would admit me. My GPA is kind of all over the place. It did take me 20 years to finish my undergrad, stopping and starting many times to do interstate moves, to join the military. So it's not a straight path from K to JD like some people. Kind of like a spider web or a, a spiral or something. But um, I, I got there in the end. But it, it did take, there are some patchy parts of my transcripts that aren't great. And then my, I was hoping that my LSAT would counteract that. But I did not get the strong LSAT that I wanted. I got a pretty terrible LSAT. So I retook it. We'll see how that goes. But it's it's so late in the admission cycle that... I'm well aware that like I haven't been denied by some of the schools that I'm, I haven't heard back from, which is great. I've heard back from two schools. I got into one and I did not get into the other one, but they're probably playing the waiting game as well. They're probably waiting to see what my second LSAT is now that that won't be out until June 5th. They're also probably waiting to see um, which students that they have sent out offers of admission for might actually be considering them. All the students are trying to go into the school that's their best fit, and some people like me might have a hard choice. So maybe there's a great school with a great program, but it's quite expensive. Maybe there's another school on the list that they like because they visited it. Maybe there's another school on the like that there's one school that I apply that that is a UC school, haven't visited it, but I can use a tuition waiver for any Cal State or UC school, and that's going to make a big difference. So sight unseen, I would consider that school simply because of the cost advantage. So those are things to think about. Also, I have to look into different specialties in the law. So if you are a lawyer who has been through this process and has some advice, weigh in in the comments. Let me know what you think. How did you choose the school that you went to? If you went to a different graduate school, how did you choose the school you went to? And ultimately, was it worth it to go and spend the time getting that and then the cost paying it back over the next several years? Weigh in in the comments. Let me know what your experience was. 
So I will continue this series as to which school I decide on ultimately to go to attend. I will also talk about different interests in the law, different books I'm reading, different things I'm doing to prepare for law school over the summer. So tune in if you want to hear more about that. You can also follow the podcast on social media where I'll be discussing and occasionally posting about these topics as well because they're going to keep popping up in my life for a very long time. So follow the podcast on social media. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also are available as the podcast on all the major streaming platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, so many more. So check us out there. Like us, subscribe, leave comments, and I will get back to you. I hope you all have a lovely day, and thanks for tuning into the podcast. See you next time. Bye-bye.